morning we're going to have a great time in the presence of God. And this is a tonic. So that means the main meal is on its way. But I want you to lift your right hand to heaven while we pray together. And I want you to make this declaration. The presence of God is here already. I want you to say, Father, I open my spirit to receive your word. I receive revelation. Let the veil be removed. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost rest upon my spirit in Jesus' name. Everybody said aloud, Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to read the book of 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. This morning I'm ministering a message titled, Greater is He that is in you. Tell someone and say, Greater is He that is in you. First John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4 verse 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Let me read that one more time. You are of God. Somebody say, I am of God. Come on, talk to me. Say, I am of God. And I have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh yeah, we tell you, hey, your mommy. How many of you believe God's word this morning? That greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. My assignment this morning is twofold. I want to raise the awareness of the greater one that is in you. I want you to be aware of him. And then, and then secondly, I want to show you how you can activate or put to work the greater one that is in you. I want to share the awareness of the greater one that is in you. Now, the devil is the one that is in the world. But there is someone that is in you. It's called the Holy Spirit. It's called Christ. It's called the Father. And he is in you today. And he is greater than every 
devil that is in this world. Can you say with me this morning, say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Now, even though the Apostle John was speaking contextually about false teachers, but this scripture is applicable and profitable for every area of our lives. Many, many Christians are not cognizant or aware of the greater one that is in them. So I'll show you a few scriptures this morning. Second Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 16. Now this is what he says. And I want those in um, reading in other languages to just follow because we'll not be able to read it. Uh, I'll just read only in English. Now listen to this. He said, And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. Someone say, I am the temple of the living God. Alright. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. I will dwell in them, in them. Under the old covenant, they had God with them. They had God for them. Under the New Testament, we not only have God for us, we not only have God with us, but I have God in me. Do you have God in you? Is Christ living in you? You know, one of the great heroes of faith used to say this. He says, he will stand before the mirror and he will look at himself in the mirror and he will say, God lives in that man wearing those clothes. wherever this man goes, God goes. You know, the, 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 the issue is that we have not fully maximized the power of God's word because we have not taken time to meditate on the word. How many of us leave our homes in the morning knowing that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Especially in the Nigeria of today. You cannot afford to be a carnal Christian. 
You have to have this mentality and this consciousness that someone lives in you and is greater than any ritualist, is greater than any terrorist, is greater than any kidnapper, is greater than any poverty, any sickness, any force of darkness. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? There is an intelligence that is working inside me. There is someone living in me who knows all the plans of the devil. He knows what the devil is thinking about. And when I put him to work, when I put him to work, when I activate him, I can be able to walk out on every plan of the devil. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying this morning? Let me tell you something. Satan is not after your money. Satan is a thief. He is not after your money. Satan is after the seed of the word of God inside you. It doesn't want you to have this consciousness. That's why in a meeting like this there's a lot of distraction. Satan is not... Satan is not against you coming for convention. It's not against you coming for convention. It's not against you going for church services. It's not against you going for church services. It's not against you coming for convention. But it will make sure you don't have the seed of God's word turning upon your spirit. Let me tell you something. When you know that you know that you know that you know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You will walk out on every antics and plans of the devil. Let me read something to you from Colossians 1.27. The Bible said, I'm reading from the New Century Version. The Bible said, God decided to let his people know this rich and glorious secret which he has for all people. The secret is Christ himself who is in you. He is our only hope of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say Christ is in me. Christ is in me. And he is my hope of glory. Say it one more time. Say Christ is in me. Christ in me. And he is my hope of glory. So this is something God wants us to know. 
This is something God wants us to be aware of. This is something God wants you to be conscious of. While we are praying for Nigeria, while we are praying for Nigeria, while we are praying for the government, while we are praying for law enforcement agents, for a change in this nation, before the change comes, you have to walk in the light of God's word that I'm sharing with you today. That greater is he that is in you than any darkness that is in Nigeria. Greater is he that is in you than any power of darkness that is ravaging the land. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in you. God said, I will dwell in them. Can you say it one more time? Say, God is in me. Now, let me show you something from Psalms 114. Because the greater one is in you, look at this. Psalms 114 from verse 1 When Israel went out of Egypt The house of Jacob from a people of strange language Judah was a sanctuary now, the word sanctuary there means habitation or dwelling place. Judah is the sanctuary. Judah It's habitation. It's dwelling place. The place where he lives. And then he said, Israel is his dominion. Dominion means government. So, anywhere God is and anywhere he dwells, that is where his government is. Now, because God dwells in you, now you are the headquarters of his government. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Somebody say, I am the headquarters of heaven's government. You know, Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And Paul the Apostle said, now then we are ambassadors for Christ. We are his representative. Judah was a sanctuary and Israel became his government. Now, look at what happens when you understand that greater is it that is in you and you begin to put him to work. Look at what happens. He said, the sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. Jordan was driven back. A time is going to come in somebody's life this morning when opposition sees you, opposition will run away. Now, 
In verse 4 it said the mountains stood like rams. He said, and the little hills keep like lambs. I began to meditate on this scripture and I said to myself, that many of us, we are not experiencing this. We are fighting the mountains. We are being challenged by the powers of the enemy. But it's very different from what this scripture is saying. It says the sea saw them and the sea fled. It says Jordan saw them and Jordan backed off. I began to meditate and the Lord showed to me and said a time is going to come in my church when Jordan will see my people and Jordan will back off. When they understand that greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. When they allow me to become they are all in all. When they make themselves available to be an habitation for me. He said Jordan was driven back because Israel became his government. Let me tell you, the moment you allow the government of Jesus to take over your life, Jordan will start to flee from you. Many children of God, they have Christ in them, but they have not allowed Christ's government to take over their lives. Jesus is their Savior but not yet their Lord. How many of you will leave this convention and you are stepping up in a higher level of consecration? How many of you know that Jordan will begin to back up from you? How many of you believe that the sea will begin to run away from you? Let me hear you say hello, amen. Anywhere God dwells, that is the seat of government. I want to say it with me again, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I pray this morning that you will receive greater light in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray this morning that you will begin to walk in a deeper consciousness of the greater one that is in you. Now, let me use the time I have left to start telling you how you can put God to work. God, how do you put God to work? How do you put the greater one in you to work? 
It's not enough to know that greater is he that is in me. It's, it's not enough to shout it. How can I put into work and enjoy him? I'm going to tell you a few things this morning and then we'll begin to pray. First John chapter 4 and verse 16. First John chapter 4 and verse 16. The Bible said, And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. The extent to which you walk in love is the extent to which you will see the greater one manifesting in you. Can you say this with me this morning? Say the extent to which I walk in love is the extent to which I'll see the greater one manifesting in me. This is very important. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God dwells in him. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God dwells in him. As I walk in love, I begin to put God to work in my life. If you don't walk in love, beloved, the Bible said you are walking in darkness. The God kind of love makes you a giant. It makes you to be hundred times bigger on the inside than you are on the outside. Alright, let's let's look at this in the scriptures. First Kings chapter three. First Kings chapter three. Now I'm gonna read from verse three. The Bible said and Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David his father, only is sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. Verse 4. Now I want you to take note of that verse 3. Solomon loved the Lord. Everybody says Solomon loved the Lord. Alright. Now verse 4 said, And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. Now, in verse 5 said, In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I will give to you. Now listen very carefully to this, brethren. Somebody will say that God blessed Solomon because he offered a thousand burnt offerings to God. That's not true. No, what I said is this. Someone will say God blessed Solomon because he offered a thousand burnt offerings. That's not true. 
The secret was that Solomon loved the Lord. If we don't return to love for God and love for the brethren, we will not see the greater one in us manifest. Jesus said to the church, I have this against you that you left your first love. During the days of the healing revival in America, there was a man of God. This man had great success in his ministry. But he was very pompous. Very proud. And very critical. And so God sent a message to him one day. Now, don't forget he was very proud, he was very pompous, and he was very critical. But he was very successful. In the, when he holds his crusades, I mean you will see thousands and tens of thousands of people and miracles. And so one day God sent a man of God to him and said, if you don't judge yourself and in these three areas of criticizing your brothers and sisters of being proud and of how you eat because he was a heavy eater and you know he just, he just hate indiscriminately God said he said you will die before your time and that man you know because you know he was very successful and the person bringing him the message was not as successful as himself he disregarded it and he died at the age of 38 years I don't know why I share that story but God wants us to return to love for the brethren and love for him Solomon became a world champion because he loved God and it was because he loved God that he made a thousand burnt offerings then the Bible said God appeared to him let me read a few, you know, a few verses. In All verse 5, right. the Bible said, God appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, ask what I'll give to you. And then Solomon went on and on, God, you know, my father David, and all that, and all that. And he said, give me wisdom. I need wisdom. And then in verse 10, the Bible said, the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon asked this thing. And in verse 11, God said to him, because you asked this thing, and you did not ask for yourself long life. You did not ask for riches for yourself. You did not ask the life of your enemies. You see, most of our asking today is based on self. 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 When the love of God begins to work on us and work in us, we will shift from selfishness to kingdom mindedness. This is what happened to Solomon. Solomon 
Now look at what happened. God now told him, He said, I have done according to your word. He said, I have given you a wise and understanding heart so that there was no one like you before you, neither will anyone arise after you. I'm speaking this morning prophetically. God will raise some champions out of this convention. But do you know how you are going to get there is by putting the greater one in you to work by walking in love. God said to Solomon, I also give you what you did not ask for. I give you riches and honor that you did not ask for. There are are people who beg for things. There are people who plead for things. But there are people who operate in a realm where they receive what they don't ask for. How many people are living this place operating in this realm of receiving blessings that you do not ask for? Let me hear you shout hallelujah. This is the realm that God is taking you to. God is moving you to a place where you begin to receive things that you did not ask for. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 Eyes have not seen Ears have not heard It has not entered the heart of any man The things that God has prepared for them that what? Those that what? Those that love him. Those that love him. Those that love him. How do you put the greater one in you to work? By having an undying passion for Jesus. Undying love for the church. Undying love for the saints. Undying love for the kingdom of God. Now the... The other thing I'm going to tell us is this, and then we'll begin to pray. Uh, to activate the greater one that is in you, you must learn how to pray in the Holy Ghost. This is very, very vital. First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 14. Paul the apostle said, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. When you pray in tongues, your spirit man is praying. You can't live in the Nigeria of today without praying in tongues. Because you have to operate at a realm that is higher than all the workers of evil. 
the spirit world controls the physical world and so when you pray in the spirit you penetrate the realm of the spirit you download information from the holy ghost when you begin to pray like that the holy spirit will start to minister to you they don't travel tomorrow you will have that inside information don't take that Make that call to that person. Make that call to that person. Okay, Do this. Move in this way. The Holy Ghost will begin to speak to you. When you learn how to pray regularly in other tongues. Not just in a service like this. Or just, not just when you feel the Holy Ghost and you say, Ooh, that's not enough. You need to pray extensively in the spirit one day a couple were praying in tongues and they had an appointment they had an appointment to go somewhere but they were praying but they were praying and then the wife felt pressed that they should pray more this was in New York this was in New York and then they prayed a little bit more as they continued to pray the wife went into groaning groaning and traveling like somebody birthing something you know like like uh, Pastor Sandy Adu was demonstrating to us on Monday night about coming to a birthing position and then she, she began to she began to travel now this kind of prayer is available to every child of God every child of God can pray in depth like this and so she prayed and travelled and cried and then the burden lifted and then she said let's go as they were traveling and driving suddenly they came to a street where some gangs were fighting and then they began to shoot they began to shoot and a straight bullet penetrated their windscreen but it did not enter the power of God arrested it because they took time to pray I want you to know that you cannot succeed as a believer without praying in tongues speaking in tongues is not a passport to heaven praying in tongues will not take you to heaven but it will make your journey on earth easier and smoother if you don't have an extra tire if you don't have an extra tire in your car you can still drive 
ati o ba ni taya kan to da to extra o ni o si le wa o de ni ajo but one day you can be stranded is somebody hearing what I'm saying this morning? My time is up. I want us to rise up. I want us to pray. I want us to rise up. I want us to pray. Glory to Jesus. This morning, if you are here and you have not received the baptism in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, where you are, you can receive. You don't need to wait until I think it's Friday night when we have the Holy Ghost service. You can receive right now. Right now. Bye, bye, bye. In the next two minutes while we pray. But everyone here who has received the baptism in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues for the next two minutes I want you to minister to the Father. I want you to release the greater one that is in you. I want you to allow the rivers of living water to flow through you. For the next two minutes. And if you have not received the baptism in the Holy Ghost. Just put your hand on your belly. And ask the Lord to fill you. And right there where you are. You are going to speak in other tongues. Wherever you are right now, open your mouth. Let's minister to the Lord. Speak in other tongues. Release your supernatural language. Activate the Heavenly Father in you. Open your mouth. Put your hand on your belly. I want you to pray. If you have not received the baptism in the Holy Ghost, put your hand on your belly and pray. The power of God will fill you right now where you are. Mazaga braba gayanta la babo shaga baba zataba. Mazaga brosi hanta la babo shaga ba. Shaga talika braba zatabo shaga ba. Mazaga braba zatahila baba babo shaga ba. Ozre zaka tali mazoza braba gadaba baboza. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Kabo honda bali handra baba gaba bushagaba. Mabazata liya bragaba bushagaba. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Now, one more prayer before I leave this place. The greater one in us cannot manifest. If the temple is unclean, if there is no purging of the temple, did you say, if God is with us, why are all these things happening to us? I want us to know that we cannot compromise God's standards of holiness. There, there is a lot of sin and un uncleanness in the church 
and in the government and in the nation. I want you to pray this morning. Ask the fire of the Holy Ghost to purge the temple. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the greater one wants to manifest through you. I want you to pray this morning, Lord, purge this temple. Let the fire of God purge this temple. Every habit and sin that is not allowing God to manifest in my life. Lord, purge it in the name of Jesus. Can you open your mouth and pray right now? Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray, Lord, purge this temple, purge it, purge it. Let there be a purge in this morning. Let there be a purge in this morning. Let there be a purge in this morning. In the name of Jesus, let there be a purge in this morning. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' precious name we are praying. Lift your two hands to heaven. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. We thank Jesus. I'll be a living sanctuary for you, Lord. Father, this morning we ask that the power and the fire and will bring a cleansing and a purging of your temple. Let the temple be purged, let the temple be cleansed, so that the greater one in us can arise. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you because the greater one is in us, and is greater than every sickness and every force of darkness. And as we leave this place, we'll begin to manifest the glory of the greater one. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.